It's all about performance. Consistent, reliable, delivering results with a focus on well-being to keep you ahead and on top of your game. And at the heart of it all, there has to be trust. Performance, well-being, trust. The value's key to the success of Hoover, principal club sponsor of Warrington Wolves. Values also embraced by The Wire, which is why, together, we make the perfect team. Hoover and Warrington Wolves. Packed more performance. Discover more at hoover.co.uk. Dar, we've sat down for, for quite a lengthy interview. In preparation for this, the club went on social media and asked the fans to submit questions that they'd like put to you, uh, mainly reflecting on season 2022 and with a view to 2023. So we'll get through a few of those. Many of the subject matter in these questions, much of the subject matter you've covered in the lengthy interview, but we'll, we'll go and we'll start with Gareth Edwards, referring to that legacy book about the All Blacks and the, you trying to instill a different culture here. The question he has in it, he's put to you is, why do you think that maybe that legacy book and the, the lessons it was trying to impart didn't, didn't land with your leadership group? Yeah, I mean, it's a difficult question to, to answer, but look, I think a lot of that's, Doing, doing simple things and, and, and being being humble but it also I think you go through that book and it needs a fair bit of change and I, I, I don't think that some people wanted to change this year and I think you know in its entirety I think that would be why that 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 wasn't the case because it requires a fair bit of change to be able to deliver some of the things that are in that book so a bit more time and we may see the results of of a legacy approach to your culture okay Russell Thomas has put this question to you, Mr. Powell, nice and formal. In season 2023, what are you going to do to improve communication between us, the fans, and yourself? During the coming season, there will be times when things aren't going well. This happens to all clubs during a long season, he concedes. So what are you going to do to put in place better communication systems between fans and yourself as the head coach? Yeah, they recognise that that's, that's something that we need to, to work really hard, and I think there's... There were times last year where you know, the, the the fan connection was great. You know, the times where it's it's not great. I'm responsible for that, and I think um, you know the sort of things we're going to be doing, like open tra- training sessions. I've got some ideas on fans forums in terms of um, how that they help us during games, and it's not just about me. It's about the players getting out in in the community. They're going to be doing that on a on a weekly basis, whether it's at schools or, or it's into the local community or it's in hospitals, to make sure that we are connected as as a whole club with uh, with the community and with our fan base. If they feel they're part of you and you're part of them, they'll go to lengths, all lengths with you, yeah, no question. Roger Cliff, he said it's been pretty obvious to fans this season that whilst we have plenty of talented and experienced players, we are short of on-field leaders, the ones who steady the ship. When things aren't going well, the ones who push the team around the pitch, who do you see fulfilling this role next year? Well, I think some of the uh, the, the players that we that we recruited, I think Josh McGuire in in particular, uh, Gil Dudson, you know, two two pivotal players in in the middle of the field who were who were significant leaders, um, and I think improvements from from within as well. I think people feeding off off those th- those guys. So, like I see, there's a couple of players there who are, are going to be outstanding for us from a leadership perspective. And some younger players may lead by not just word but by deed. Yeah, people like Josh Theolis, you know, young players who've 
who've got a whole lot of drive in them. Lead, lead by example. He's a really good communicator, Josh, as well. Um, so, yeah, I see that some of the younger players, uh, Leon Hayes, for example, spoke at halftime in, in the Salford game. Um, so there's some people there who've got maturity beyond the years. Kieran Shire has asked, what would it take? He's asked a number of questions, and you do address many of these issues in the longer interview we've done. But he said, what would it take for you to drop a starting player for a younger academy or reserve lad who deserves the opportunity? Then suggests, I suppose, that there are some senior players that you wouldn't drop after countless shocking performances. Is that true? No, I don't think so. I think, um, look, I think there's, there's a lot where um, fans will comment on, on putting a, a younger player in there. Look, I work with players that, on, a, on a consistent basis. I, I think Pete's been consistently one of our better, better players this this year. Um, and I think I showed it you know, throughout the season that I'll give young players a, an opportunity. So I think, I think it's a, a, an unfair shot. And I certainly throughout my coaching career have, have given young players an opportunity. You've got to manage them as well. You can't just throw them in. No, no, and you know they've got to be good enough to to to, to do the job, and and I've got to make those those decisions around uh, what's been a really tough year. Graham Hall asks a question that I think you've certainly answered in word and indeed as a club. He says the 2022 team struggled with gaining yards for the backs to do any real productive work. You have recruited heavily in the forwards for the 2023 season. Uh, are, are you concerned with any imbalance that you've got? Now an outstanding pack, and now perhaps not the the back line that can harvest the the work of this forward pack. Yeah, we we've already alluded to um, to Matt Dufty and and what we what we think he he can deliver. Uh, also to the fact that we're looking to to sign a co- a couple of key positions. Um, but no, I think look, you you can't fix everything with the click of fingers and. You know, at the start of the year, we talked about the pack, and we've worked hard to to fix that up. I think we've got a a, a well balanced pack, a well balanced team with lots of uh, with lots of young players and experience in it. So I, I I'm pretty confident in what we've got. Mark Austin Austin follows up on that, asking about your plans for next season. But you have uh, laid them out in detail and answered the previous question and in the lengthy interview. We thank Mark for submitting that. Rob Smith, it's a nice one to finish on. After the season, we as Warrington fans have just had, which game or games stood out to you for when you would like the wire to be performance-wise at that level again next year? And can you also confirm if we'll be getting another halfback in or will we, will we be giving young Leon Hayes a shot? So first of all, when did you come closest to a Daryl Powell performance in season 2022? I think the St. Helens game at home was... Yeah, was was pretty close. I think um, consistent defensively. Um, I thought we were, we were pretty good with, with, with the ball. Um, for me, you know, you take the the best team at at the moment as close as that. I thought we were unlucky not to get something at, at the end. So there were a couple of other games where I, I thought functionally the game against Castleford early on, the game against Huddersfield at, at home, and I thought for a period um, actually against Huddersfield away. Um, when we nearly reeled a minute at the end, the try from the kickoff, for example, uh, play two, where we move the ball and uh, Matt Dufty scores. It's, it, there's certain things within there that, you know, we've been trying to eke out of the team on a regular basis. We're trying to play in that vein uh, on a consistent basis, which will really help us. 